Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time Beautiful. I didn't even hear you. Yeah, exactly. I was. We do it every time. That's how it works, Timber. He's not going to hear that part. But anyway, uh, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Podosaurus. I remember the name this time. <laughs> I'm your host, Lou, and today we have Ken. Hello. And that's it. It's just Ken again. Timber's busy fighting with people from Australia over work or something like that. <laughs> He said, blame Australians, and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Hey. He's like, we were close to being at the end of a thing, and then the Australian company, our team decided no, so that's fun. So hopefully he'll be back next episode. He was hoping to be here today, but it seems to be out of his control currently. And of course, Fangirl is busy writing another manuscript instead of um, resting, according to her last TikTok that I saw, so that's where she is. <laughs> And even though we didn't plan it, Chris Naga is currently streaming, even though he would have loved to have been an add-on guest for the night. Yeah, that's the thing. When we always ask if Chris can be on, he's always streaming during this time, right? It's like, man, I, I gotta play Live Alive. Although he's probably calling it Live Alive. Yeah. I, I have to find out if he's calling it Live Alive or not, because that sounds like something he would do. Or Live Alive. I, or Live Live. find out. Live Live. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how have you been? It's been what two whole ass weeks? Yeah, I've been I've been all right. I've been I've been busy because Golden Week happened, and that was a whole mess of fun. <laughs> yeah, when I ordered some stuff this past week, and then I'm like, oh shit, isn't it Golden Week? But no, I ordered it after Golden Week. But unfortunately, I ordered it at the start of the week back after Golden Week, so my order did not go out until like today <laughs> from Japan. <laughs> So I ordered it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it on Sunday. That way, you know, they'll probably ship it tomorrow then. And, like, they did say it'll probably be, like, three to five days, like, to ship out. But, like, it was, like, you know. I think it should be illegal for any company you buy something from to mark something for sh- as shipped if they have just gotten a tracking number. I think it is Ill- should be illegal everywhere in the world to send you a notification that says... Your order's been shipped, and you check it, and it says tracking number has been has been generated. I'm like, don't tell. I don't care about that because I'm going to check that obsessively until it ships. So tell me once the box has gone to the post office that it has shipped. Because a lot of companies will do that. It's like, oh, we ship within a day, and no, they give you a tracking number within a day, and they ship within a week. But this the, this thing I ordered is supposed to be here by Monday, so that's fine. One week turnaround on something from Japan, that's pretty decent, especially if it didn't ship till Wednesday. Oh, well, I mean, hell, my, wa- my my girlfriend gave me something for Mother's Day on Saturday, or she shipped hmm. it last Saturday during Golden Week, like the, the week during Golden Week, and I just got here hmm. yesterday, so that's a pretty fast, quick around. That's really not too bad, yeah. Yeah, usually about a week Japan Post. Us. If something ships from Japan to the U.S., it's pretty fast. If it ships from the U.S. to Japan, probably oh, not as oh, fast. Oh, my though. God. I, I sent a postcard. A, a regular-ass fucking postcard. And it took nearly two and a half to three weeks for a fucking postcard. Mm-hmm. Just to say, hello from L.A. <laughs> 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 I always never understand like the purpose of postcards sometimes because like I remember sending them when I was a kid to people I live yeah like like I live with back home yeah but like I'd arrive back home from vacation before the postcards <laughs> arrived and they're like hey your postcard came like neat this is embarrassing like for please me, don't read it out loud like for me it's it's for showing proof that I send shit to her because <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Yeah. One of the things that you have to do when you're applying for visas and they want to make sure that the relationship is legitimate is you got to show proof of things like, oh, do you, do you, does he send letters? Does he send you things? Does she send you letters? Does she send you things? What what kind of, what, what's going on here? It's not like you're just talking and planning to just bring an illegal into the country, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird, because, like, I understand that to an extent, but also it's such an outdated method, because it's like, 
I can text her literally any time. Why would I send her a letter when I can just text her any time? Like, yeah. it, it's it's such a crazy thing to think about. Because this popped in my head the other day because I'm fucking old now because I just turned 34. So, of course, I'm, like, feeling old. And it was, like, I was at the store. Um, I was at an import store that was mostly stuff from the UK, Ireland, Scotland, stuff like that. And they had snacks. I'm, like, it is so still, like, every once in a while it's mind-blowing that I can take a picture of that, send it to my friend who's in, like the uk somewhere and be like what should i buy and then they can respond back and that's like maybe a one one minute interaction (laughs) and like before you have like maybe i'll email someone or you'd have to send them something it's just so easy now so it just sounds like such an outdated concept like do you send her letters no what why would i do that because she i just text her i can facetime her yeah Live in the iPad that my daughter thinks I live in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. The the lovely pictures that I get from my daughter. Man, what the what the hell am I looking at? (laughs) All this vital bracelet stuff. Yeah, I'm still very much obsessed with the Digimon bracelet things, which is funny because it came about where I'm like, I want to get the ones that are Common Rider. I don't care about the uh, the like the Digimon ones <laughs> the Digimon as much. Shit. Guess which ones I'm spending money on now? It's all the fucking Digimon ones. <laughs> well, there's only like the first bracelet I got came with Kuga. Yeah. And then there were three sets that were available normally uh, from stuff from X-Aid, Build, and Zero One. And then the one from O's was Premium Bandai, and I missed it by like two weeks because, of course, I did. And that's it. That's it. That's like, so all, I got all the Common Rider ones. Well, then it turns out there was a newer bracelet when I ordered the first one. Yeah. And the newer one has more features, and it's getting more support, and it's all through Digimon. So I got on those, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like Digimon. I found all my Digimon, most of my Digimon cards over the past, like, week or two. Oh. And I bought a folder for him. Are we going to play? I don't think I have enough to build the deck, and I don't remember how to play Digimon card game. And I don't think any of these are legal anymore, either. It depends which version it is, because the Digimon card game went through, like, three... There's, like, three or four separate iterations of it right now. I mean, the first... the, the, the So... One... The one that is popular right now. I mean, so the second iteration one is the one from from Season 3. Okay, so I have stuff from uh, Adventure 1 and 2. I don't have anything from okay, Gamers Okay, so, so, so that's the... Uh... That's the first iteration of the game. The American mm-hmm. game now. <laughs> yeah. Which I know all the Japanese cards are different, yeah. and um, I figured that out because... Um, also, they're like the backs. Like Remember in like Digimon Tamers, their cards all had different backs to them? Yeah. It's just like Pokemon. Like The backs in like, the Japanese cards are like that. And I popped open the, the ones I have for my Wonderswan games. Yeah. Because they're like cards inside, and one of them I think is well, Metal Greymon. And like, oh, there's the back. There's that cool back yeah. that I remember... From the anime. But I have... I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it just says card... Yeah, it says... Digital Monsters Card Game Battle and Evolution. And it's... I don't think you can swipe this anywhere, but it's Metal Greymon. But it's that old weird CGI one where it's really dark. Yeah. Oh, wait, this isn't the blue one, is it? Probably is. I can't tell... Because it's, like, so dark, I just don't know. It could be the blue one. Metal Greymon. And if I was from... Let's see. Beedledamon. Devilmon. I can't tell. Wait, is it, wait, how do you tell for these? Is it if it's, like, vaccine or yeah, virus vaccine, or whatever? Yeah, vaccine or virus. Yeah, that's the old ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to see if it tells me which one it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to read on here for what it is. Ah. Send, send me a picture of it. Let me take, take okay. a peek. I'll send you a picture of it. Because it, it would look at it would look at like the old classic like Digimon World art, where they look like a little bit more meaner and wilder. <laughs> yeah, it it definitely like I mean it definitely has that old CGI. It kind of looks like the Digimon World cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you remember that. Let's see. The first one, yeah. Man, I love how much we describe pictures on this <laughs> audio-only podcast. We're like, look at this meme picture here. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone at home is like, is this another tokusatsu porn episode? Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, about? This, this is the old one. This is the very first version of it. Okay, yeah, that came with a Wonderswan game. It is um, Digimon Adventure. Um, is this Kaz? Oh yeah, it is like the Digimon. 
Cardi yeah, card tamer. I don't know. Cardi Dolcema. Castle. I don't know which one that would be. That's a weird. Uh, it does say. Dig- it's a weird font. And it does say Digimon World on it. So. Hmm. <laughs> so it's the variant version. But yeah, no, because uh, basically, if I remember correctly, you would attack using the. You would attack using the whatever letter is on the opponent's side, I believe. Gotcha. So I never learned how to play the Digimon card game. Pokemon was pretty straightforward. Digimon was always a mystery to me, and I was the only one that really liked it. Yeah. So I had no one ever to play against. And, like, Digimon stuff's so fucking confusing. Especially because, like, like how do you build a deck? Because Pokemon's like, okay, you have an Abra becomes Kadabra becomes Alakazam. Digimon's like, okay, well, you have an Agumon who becomes uh, Shit Slime Mon, becomes <laughs> Lady Devamon, becomes like a bucket of hair plugs. You're like, what? How do I remember that? I, how, do I, how do I remember this? And the answer is you don't. You don't remember it. Oh, by the way, did you hear, well, speaking of Pokemon, they, they, they announced about the Pokemon 151 line. Have you heard about I this? I heard about that. So it's going to be coming out a week after, or a week before I arrive in Japan. So I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> so supposedly it's going to be the entire, just the first 151. Mm. Including Kadabra, just... which is like a huge fucking thing. <laughs> That's probably why they're doing it, because they can finally do Kadabra again. Because that guy's like, oh my god, if I would have known that I was being such a dickball about this. It's like, probably because you, you, I feel like the guy fell into obscurity and that was his way of trying to get some more notoriety. Yeah. Again. And then, so they have full art cards for certain, uh, certain Pokemon, and uh, I believe this is the one for Tingling. Look how nice it is, I like it. Oh, yeah, I like the art for those. Do you see the pseudo-Woda one that was kind of like that? Where, like, <laughs> he's hidden. <laughs> he's hidden. I don't know where. I've seen so many TikToks of people being like, I don't know where, there's no Pokemon on this card. And people are like, that's pseudo-Woda right there. You can see it. And, like, they keep trying to keep up the joke. Like, I don't see it. It's, like, it's just empty. I just see a bunch of trees. And some people don't get the joke. Like, the same amount of people that get the joke don't get the joke. And they're both fighting over who is right in this scenario. <laughs> Oh, and then, so apparently the English set, because they already announced that the English set is going to happen, the alternate art for the English set is going to be the based off of the original art from the original set. Mm. And I'll have, like, the same powers, and I'll have updated HP stuff, so it's, like, very interesting. I'm like, am I really going to... I really wanted that, like... I really wanted that really fancy looking set that they showed. Yeah. During that one Pokemon yeah, Day thing. Classic, and I'm like, yeah. I do not I do not need to spend the money on that. Yeah. I do not need to spend the money on Man, this. The 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 coin flip like little contraption thing that they have is so freaking mind boggling bonkers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just want it for that. <laughs> but uh yeah, oh, I bought that uh, Battle Spirits game, you know, the the, the the one that is sponsored by, I'm using quotes here, Agro Movie. <laughs> oh, forgot about that. So, <laughs> she, she can't be pressed for money to... <laughs> no, I mean, Melissa, she, Melissa keeps busy. Melissa does keep also, busy. I, also, I am thinking it's really funny, like, when people are like, what are you going to go to in Japan? Well... I'm going to go to the U.S. Embassy. I'm probably going to get married. And I'm probably going to buy some Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> there, so One of them was like, oh, yeah. So, what are you, Ken, what are you going to do for, while you're over there? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to probably, you know, get married, buy some Pokemon cards, eat some ice cream, uh, <laughs> spend time with my daughter. She's very excited. She has no idea. That uh, she doesn't know you're coming again. Yeah, I and I always love playing this trick on her. And there's only so many handful of times that I can do it before before she expects it. Mm. Like, oh, how come Dad didn't like answer me during these twelve hours? I wonder what's going on. Mm-hmm. Did you do the, Did you do the thing again? Where, are you gonna do the thing again where you call like right outside the house? Yeah. 
Because eventually she's going to be like, that looks like outside our house. Yeah. So now, now I got to be creative and get, you know, those green screen, you know, the, <laughs> have you seen those TikToks where it has the guy in the, like, wearing, like, a green screen contraption or something? And he's, like, at, like, mm-hmm. different, like, events. Like, he's wearing, like, Viking or, like, football stuff. He's like, no, I'm definitely not at the football game. And then <laughs> you just hear the roar of the NFL crowd <laughs> in the background. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta invest in those green screens, I guess. Do it. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Everything else. Alright. Alright, um, for Star Wars Day, I got the stupid Lego sets. For, for, just for me to just sit on, because I don't build anything. I also bought, you know, they have these, uh, for the Disney 100 year anniversary mm. stuff that they've been doing. They have these blind bags where you just, it's just one minifigure of a random ass character. And this is how out of touch I am with certain Disney stuff. I got a character, I didn't know who the fuck he was. Do you have a picture of him? Yeah, no, I, I found out later because I, I went over to Mijihi and he was like, oh, it's the it's the evil guy from um, the, the, the Toad, the Princess and the Toad. Oh, uh, Princess Frog. That I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen a Disney movie in so long. Yeah, so apparently I got that, and then I got Mulan, and I was like, alright, I don't need to buy anything, I just want Mulan. <laughs> apparently the rare one Which is... Which version of Mulan? It, it's the, the the original one, not the live-action one. Jeez. Well, was it um, Mulan or was it Ping? It was Mulan, just Mulan. But you have mm. her, it's it's near the end of, end of the movie, but you have her with the sword. And it has a little cricket! There's a little, little thing for cricket as well, so it's pretty funny. But uh, the the rare one for that one is Mickey and the Fantasia outfit. Ah, uh-huh. so not King Mickey from from Kingdom Hearts. Nah, nah, they can't they can't pay for that license. <laughs> they own it. <laughs> they own it. They'll they'll only do it That's for the thing. they'll only do it for Halloween that one year last year. Man, I wish I could have gone just so I could take the pictures. Because for when they did uh, Halloween this past year for Disney, all the Kingdom Hearts characters that were in Kingdom Hearts and from Disney showed up, dressed up as their Kingdom Hearts version. So like Donald and Goofy, and then uh, and Mickey, and then you could just dress up like Sora. <laughs> you can just ask him to say Sora. I need a new chair. This thing's so loud. <laughs> I just like lean to the side a little bit, and it's like it sounds like a creaky ship that's about to like. It sounds like the Titanic right before <laughs> it like split in half. <laughs> yeah, no, I try not to do that for my chair as well because um, my 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 chair is old. What the fuck have you been playing? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so, let's see, I'm still on, I was playing Metal Man, at least stream-wise, yeah. I was playing Mega Man Battle Network 1, that game kind of sucks. Yeah, I like, was gonna... I like the idea of it, but, like, the level design in that game is so terrible. I was gonna and, like, I got to say, I think, like, the, it wasn't until, like, the third game, the one where they ripped off Everyone Pokemon. Everyone says, <laughs> people are like, uh, that started with three. Some people are like, yeah. two's where it starts getting its footing, and then three's, like, peak. Yeah. And then, like, after that, it's just kind of your mileage may vary. Like, I like the idea of it, and it started out strong, but it's just, like, after a while, I'm like, all these dungeon designs are terrible. They're just terrible. I I eventually got to a dungeon where you could not see the, like, the the paths anymore, and you had to just (laughs) guess. And I'll tell you how bad this was. There is a remake of Battle Network 1 with the crossover with uh, Star Force. Yeah. Where they, like, added things, like, if you waited a little bit, sometimes it would, like, glisten so you knew where to walk. But, like, it's multi-level, multi-layered levels... That this one had no, like, and all of them were like this, multi-layered. This one in particular, you could not see where you were going, like, see, what, like, the walkway, so you had to kind of guess. And, like, it ended with a boss fight you couldn't win, that you had to, like, just, you know, survive. Which, I hate those so much. I hate unwinnable boss fights. My thought is just, hit me one time, knock me to, like, to, like zero or one health, and then just move on. Or make it a cutscene. 
Make it a cutscene, that's the best way. Then you immediately have to fight that boss again after doing something in the real world, which I initially didn't know I could save during that time, so I've saved, at, so I had to, like, I kept dying, and I finally saved, like, in between that fight, and then this next one, we have to fight him again for real, and then you don't get a save, and then you have to fight Proto Man, which <laughs> I love Proto Man, but Proto Man does not follow the rules of anything in the game. Someone even in my, in my chat even was like, well, you know, they, they, they already make it, they, they, they explain early in the game that some enemies can come across the field. I'm like, yeah, some of them fly by or, like, disappear, show up on one block. Proto Man can jump to, like, so you have a 3x3 three three grid on, or it's, 3x3, three three, is it 4x3? I think, I can't remember which one it is. Four I think by, it's 3x3 three three grid or 4x4, four 4x3 four, four four. or something like that, yeah. 4x3 yeah. grids on each side. So, like, four in a row, three up and down. And he can just jump to, like, 3-1 and 3-2. Like, he can just, like, jump in, so you have to be on the far side of it. And you only can hit him at one, one right before he hits you. And sometimes the timing just doesn't work. And when you die, you have to go back and refight Alec Man again. And then do... I'm like, after, like... I think I died about five or six times. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this game. I had played, I had tried my best to put push through it. It started out really cool, and by that, I'm just like, this is dumb. This is just all the asshole design. Everyone's like, yeah, this game kind of sucks. Because some people are like, oh, I'm surprised you're not using the Buster Max thing or like maps for this. I'm like, is it that bad? It doesn't seem like that in the beginning. And by the end of it, I'm like, if I have to turn on Buster Max, I'm not playing this. If I have to turn on a cheat code to make this game playable, I'm not playing it. I will just skip the game. And that's what ended up happening. And then to follow that up, which I'm happy this got resolved easily, I was, I'm still playing Final Fantasy IX. Oh my god. <laughs> Today, so it's been fine. I got through the two dungeons that were a problem for me last time because they're both... That whole game is just guess the gimmick. And once you figure out the gimmick, it becomes not so bad. In the first dungeon, you just have to use soft on every single enemy. So hopefully you have enough of those. Uh, because if you attack them... Then they bring a, a mirrored version of one of your party members, and if you attack them, it kills your party member. So you just go through their softing everything, and then you fight a stupid boss that tries to confuse you constantly. The next dungeon, apparently everything dies to level 5 death, which I wouldn't know the first time. And like, so you just level 5 death everything until you get to another gimmicky boss fight, where if you didn't pick up all of the different items and accessories and equip them, he would be like a million times harder. So it's like, okay... And then I get out of there, and then like I'm in another dungeon, which is already doing stupid gimmicky shit, but whatever. But at the beginning of stream today, we had a power outage on Monday. So I finished Mega Man, I ended early, I was pissed off, I stopped stream. Within 20 minutes, the power flickered off for like a minute and came back on. And I don't know what happened, but I went today to boot up my PS1 to play FF9. Could not find my save file anywhere. Oh my, my god. My 36-something hour save file. And I was just like... Like, the color drained from my face. I just was, like, so ready to be like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was looking. It took me about a half hour to find it. Somehow it got... It wasn't on an FF9 name thing. It was on the Breath of Fire 3 memory card for some reason. Which I have no idea what was on there because there used to be an FF9 memory card. Don't know what happened. I don't know if the power outage caused things to merge or something. Whatever. Finally found it and got through the stuff. But I was just like, if this... If this doesn't work today, this is my 13th reason. I'm not... I'm so done. So I've been playing those, and it's been going okay. Outside of that, I've been still playing the Xenoblade 3 DLC slowly. I got my my last missing Pokemon from Violet, that like the event ones for Iron Leaves. Hmm. And I tried to go back to Digimon Cyber Sleuth, which seems fun, but like... It's just like trying to like... It's weird. It's like... Playing a Digimon game that's kind of like Pokemon's weird when all you know is Pokemon and you don't know how Digimon work. So, like, it still works. Normal turn-based RPG things evolve. Like, you have that. But I'm just like, what the fuck does this turn into? Which one do I need? So I have to, like, look up what all the baby forms of everything are. I'm like, okay, which one turns into fucking Patamon? I have Terriermon. I want Patamon. And I don't remember what the last one I got was. I think it's... uh, Kaomon, Kaomon, or something like that. Like, there's a like a wolf bear looking thing. Yeah, but like I have all their pre-evs, and I'm just like having to look that up. It seems fun, but it's just like one of those like I'm gonna have to do like outside reading and research just to know <laughs> how fucking Digimon work nowadays because it's been 20 years since I've tried this. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That that's that's all I've been playing. 
Ever done anything else? Yeah, what about you? Actually, no, I haven't I haven't been really playing much. Well, well besides besides Pokemon. I've been playing a whole lot of Pokemon Gold now. <laughs> oh, sorry, hard gold tournament. Uh, I, mm. I placed about. Uh, I can actually check it on my 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 freaking iPhone thing because it says how many hours you spend on it. I spent thirty hours last week on playing Pokemon. Oh my god, where are you in it? I am with dealing with Seacon right now. That's mm. the last thing I remember. <laughs> But I've been playing that, and then I've been playing a shitload of Marvel Snap because I'm, I'm fucking bored. I need I need like a rinser from playing Pokemon, <laughs> and playing a mindless fucking card game really helps me. <laughs> but oh, and then I did buy Jedi of not not Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. I haven't played it yet. I just I I haven't turned on my PS5 in God knows how long. So it's it's been a while, but. Besides that, <laughs> I was gonna play Redfall, but uh, that that lovely <laughs> thing just blew up in everyone's face. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and like, it's not even that like the game doesn't run well. It's like particularly not finished to like the point where like vampires will keep pose and like run after you. Did you see like, that? They're not running; they're just did, sliding after did you, you. Did you see that for their art design? They just literally kept same dead bodies literally like two minutes or like 20 meters from each other really yeah like there was a there was a thread there like oh yeah there's this there's this guy's right outside the door and this guy's right here not even 20 meters away from each other and it's like the same dead guy and everyone's like no that's that's bob and dylan they're twins didn't you know they just so happened to die on the same time So, eh. It's funny because like Microsoft's like they came out like yeah we should have helped more. It's like yes you should have helped with one of your only first party releases this year. You should have helped more. Yes, absolutely. You should have helped more. <laughs> I, I, I see. Especially since like they apparently they canceled the PS5 version after they got bought out. Which you know whatever. Some people are like oh my god. I'm like whatever. You guys got like Deathloop and and um. What is that game? Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. And they were okay. Are you really that sad? Also, you have a lot of other games you were going to play anyway. But it's like you have these games you have them focus on one system, and it still turned out bad. And it's arcane, and it's but apparently it's not their main team. So that might be why, too. It's also not so good, because they have the other team makes like all their good games, and then like, this team makes all their like, side sure, games. I'm pretty sure the main team was doing... Was it? Not Ghostwire. <laughs> Uh, they were doing so. Oh, I'm gonna pull up Arcane right now. So, the main team I think did Deathloop. Yeah, oh, no, there we Ar- go. Arcane Le- is that Leon? Yeah. Are they based in Leon? Yeah. Okay. So Arcane Leon was making Deathloop. Um, Austin made Redfall. I think what they were doing outside of that was let's see. Arcane. Leon did um, Dishonored 2. I think Dishonored 1 was like a combination of different people. Prey was Arcane Austin. Um, Death of the Outsider was Leon. Wolfenstein, Youngblood was Leon with Machine Games. Yeah. Yeah, so th- I guess that might not have been their full thing. And then they did Deathloop Redfall. So I don't know what else they're working on right now. <laughs> But they were obviously working on Deathloop while the other team was working on that. They probably should have not split up their team for that one. Yeah. But yeah, now have you have you seen the fallout from all that shit, by the way? Um I know a lot of people were pissed, but So like apparently Phil Spencer went on the the, the Oh, it's, what's Greg Miller's new thing? Kind of funny or whatever the fuck? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they he went on the Xbox podcast that they have. And this was before, you know, Redfall just imploded on itself. And mm. he basically was like, oh, yeah, we should have been paying more attention on this and all that stuff. But now, they have to make sure that... What was what's their what's that space game that they're making? 
Starfield. Starfield. Starfield has to be a hit, otherwise no one's going to be even bothering with Xbox first-party games anymore at this point. Mm. Cause and like it will be like just because it's because of the pedigree of it being um, Bethesda. a Bethesda game, it's <laughs> yeah. going to. It can be buggy as shit, and people are still going to buy it. They just like they're sitting on too many IPs that they have bought. That's why I don't understand. Like they're going to have um, it's probably going to be allowed soon. The um the buyout of Activision Blizzard. Yeah, like they just they buy these IPs, then they do nothing with them. And, like, I just, I don't understand how such a big company like Microsoft has so many IPs from all these different companies they they bought out, and yet they're just so like, well, what if we had another Halo? And then it's just like, no one fucking cares about Halo anymore, bud. Like, I, I don't understand why they don't utilize their library that they have. Yeah. Like, I'm happy they're making new stuff. So like, I'm happy they gave a game like Redfall a chance, but it's like, why don't you do anything else? Like, that's why, like you said, no one's going to bother with first-party Xbox and, like... They're not really doing themselves any favors. They're like pretty trailing pretty far behind currently. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Game Pass isn't doing that well for them. Like it's, I mean, like there's they're going to be diminishing returns on Game Pass after a while. Everything has that. So it's just like, what are you guys doing? Like I have a Series X. I like Series. I like my system. But I'm gonna be honest. I did not buy it for new games. Yeah, it, it's getting to the point that the only time that my Xbox gets used is whenever my dad wants to play Trippy Tetris or I am playing MLB The Show, which is a fucking Sony game, which I find hilarious. It's funny because I feel more better playing MLB using an Xbox controller than the PS5 controller. <laughs> I can get the timing out much more better on the Xbox controller in that case. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so. the PS5 controller, as much as I like it, if you want precision, I don't think it's good for that. It's more of like, do you want a different experience? Whereas the Xbox one is, there are no frills intentionally just to make this the most simple gameplay <laughs> transaction you can yeah. have. Yeah. It yeah. works because it works. There's a reason why it is the standard controller on PC. Yep. But, yeah, I... I not to be an like, apo- I just wish an apologist for, for 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 them and stuff like that. But like I said, the next game that they build has to be a hit. Otherwise, no one's gonna mm. care. No one's gonna care. They need to focus more on like I think one of the big problems with Halo was. I don't even think them going to like trying to do an open like world openish environment thing was bad. I thought that was one of the more fun parts of it. Yeah. The difficulty was not great. Like the balance and difficulty was not great and it did feel like all these story missions felt like they were it was very disconnected for them to do the story missions the way they did. But I didn't think it was a bad game. But the problem is they're more concerned with making like multiplayer aspects to games that have like a battle pass to them, which I know is what everyone does now, but it's like why don't you guys worry more about making a, a solid game like make like yeah make a solid game don't worry like and then worry about the monetization what you can do with it later because like halo online's not doing well like the problem is both of them suffered from each other of like the single player didn't get enough attention and like had issues that need to be fixed and then the multiplayer is constantly being like the roadmap has been pushed off so long yep and like they still also keep hook like also like do we need more halo like, I know it was an iconic franchise for the system, but, like, maybe, like, let sleep for a while. Get, take 343 off it. Uh, and that's like, what apparently they're going to do. Apparently the next Halo game they, isn't going to be 343. They really should, like, do go to someone else, because 343 has never really found their footing for it. And, like, how many how many times do you have to give a company... Like, how many chances does one company need? Like, Halo Infinite was their third shot. Yeah. Like, Halo 4 was okay. Like, okay, this is an okay start. It wasn't everyone's thing. Halo 5 came out nobody liked it and like but people liked warzone warzone was interesting and then infinite comes out like the single player is like has fun moments to it but it's like again like how many like how much does this one dev need to keep stumbling give it to someone else like and they also like they focus on that and then like gears is another one where they're still making gears games and like gears pretty much lived and died on the 360 like five's not a bad game but did you know anyone that played through five no, nope. I played through a little bit of it. I barely played any of four. Like it's just that's one of those series. Like just let these series rest. Like 
you have other IPs that you can bring up, or you can make new ones. Like, as much as I hate most of Sony's interactive movie games, they did make a bunch of new franchises, and they all are doing well. And some better than others, but, like, where's, like... Why don't they take these studios and have them make a new IP? Ones that have been established making other ones, like the people who made Killzone made Horizon. The people who made Ratchet and Clank. Um, they still, I mean, they still make that, but then they made like the Spider-Man games. Yeah, they made the, the people Spider-Man who made <laughs> like Uncharted and stuff like that. They made The Last of Us. Like all, all these studios have made new games, new like IPs that are like built off the back of their old. Like the you know the goodwill and the stuff they worked on with older ones, and they have new ones that are doing well. It's like why don't doesn't Microsoft do the same thing instead of just buying a new more studios out? Like, yeah, what are they going to do with all the Activision <laughs> things? Like, what are they going to do with those? Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like, for example, one of the things is just like as much as sometimes I hate. Yeah, I know you hate the the very. St- elongated story driven games that mm. Sony has been doing the thing is it fucking works and it fucking mm-hmm. plays very very well hell even even if I had my problems with how Ratchet games play or how Ratchet games are it played fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah yeah that's why I can say even though I do not like their like their super movie games like they're popular and people seem to like them and they must be doing something right. Like, very much like that Sony feel. The Sony feel now is, like, you have an interactive movie where, like, I think all the gameplay for all of them is generic, but it's, like, it works enough. Yeah. But, like, they like for better or worse, they have evolved. Like, they've evolved. Mm-hmm. Whereas Microsoft is still trying to chase a high from, like, two generations back. And it's like, you guys were atop of the world. You fucked up last generation. You were doing better this one, but you don't have a lot of games to show for it. Game Pass is great and all, and, like, I played a bunch of good stuff on there, but it also keeps me from buying games on my Xbox because it's like, why would I buy... But also it keeps me from buying games that are multi-platform in general. It's like, because why would I buy them if they're on there? Yeah. But, like, let's see, they're buying Activision. What are they going to do? Are they going to bring back Crash Bandicoot? Like, can they only keep surviving by buying things that are popular? Because, like, Overwatch, are, it's still around, but it's a very gonna, different feel. Call of Duty is do... not as popular as it used to be. Are they going to do Spyro? Are they going to actually make yeah. a Spyro game this time around? Yeah, and like even then though, like bringing those are all around. It's like it's, it brings it back to the original problem. It's just still chasing a high from days past. Like, because like if you would make a new one, like oh you know well we've got Crash. It's like yeah, Crash sells a little bit. It's not like the big gangbusters it used to. And you're just trying to hold on to an older thing. The only company that can like bring back and nostalgia bait people effectively is Nintendo. And yep. neither Sony nor Microsoft have that same appeal. Yep. Like, like uh, let's see, what is an old series? Like, if, if Sony all of a sudden is like, hey, we're making a new Resistance, no one would care. Yeah. O- only, like, no one care. only like a 2% of Sony people would care. And... Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I like it. I would be excited, I, but I would be I'm excited. a minority. <laughs> I would be excited as well, because I loved playing that. Fuck, the, the, the 2 was freaking phenomenal. 2 and 3 were probably one of the more better games I played on the PS3. Mm-hmm. I think the only old franchise they successfully revived to do something new with on Sony was maybe God of War, because, I mean, to be completely honest, the current God of War resembles nothing the old one did, like, even oh, yeah. down to the character is incredibly yeah. different, so it could be some. that's the thing, it's something, it might have the old name, but it could also be something completely different. Yeah. Like, at the same time. But what they... And like, but it worked. It was a pivot that worked. Yeah, it's a pivot that worked, and what they did with the character for for Kratos and stuff like that... Well, it's phenomenal, and I just wish that other, other, if they are going to do older franchises, that they can do that successfully. But it comes to your your main problem here: what the hell are they going to do once they buy them? Mm-hmm. Like, I I, I think, think it's funny because the EU was initially blocking the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard because they were worried that like them having Call of Duty be too much of a power like a stronghold that will also show you how out of how out of touch um the eu like the people on the board were because like call of duty is still popular but it's not that popular anymore it's not like that such gangbusters i mean the biggest one is Warzone. yeah the only but like the, even that the, like the only thing it might not do sales wise but streaming wise is the only thing mm-hmm. that is keeping that game alive and the only thing that's keeping that game alive right now is Warzone. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, people are going to play, like, I mean, even Fortnite's, like, I think, I don't know if that's dipped in popularity. I just don't hear about it as much, but I feel like that's one of those things that, like, it's just become so normal no one talks about it. Yeah. I could be, I'm just not in the, in the same things. But I, I just, I really don't know what Microsoft's going to do, because, like, I mean, they can keep snapping them up, but what was the last Xbox game I bought that was new, that was only on there? Didn't buy Halo. Um, I'm trying to think of the last game I even got on my Xbox. I got a copy of Star Ocean for that, but I had already bought it on Sony. Uh... <laughs> fuck else is on there most of i have on there's multi-platform but i got it when i had only an xbox all their single play like their first party stuff first and second parties on game pass so i don't buy it i was gonna play redfall but my friend that was excited for it he's like yeah i got it i'm just gonna wait for some patches before i touch it so like i'm not even playing that now and i, I could have i don't even know i don't even remember the last thing i bought on my xbox <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I don't I don't know like this whole thing it'll be very interesting to watch Summer Game Fest right now because of what what Microsoft is going to probably announce and the whole mm. I want to call it Skyfall but I keep on forgetting what his name is uh, Starfield Starfield because well, they have their own direct I think their own uh, gameplay thing for it for Starfield and it has to be enough out of the park. They can't delay this game anymore. If they delay it even mm. more, especially with this year, Xbox has nothing. Their their console yeah. sales have dipped again to the point that they're all that success that got them out of the gutter for like Game Pass is going to put them back in third place again. <laughs> it's going to be lost. It is, it, and honestly, it's sad because the Series X is a very good system. Yeah, it has very good backwards compatibility. Like. Like, when it comes down to UIs for stuff, it's different for everyone. I think it has some of the best, like, game-resuming features, because, like, you can have several games paused. I think, like, up to five games paused, and you can just pop the system back in, or get this back in, or just whatever. It goes back to the game. Um, It has cloud saves across, like, multiple systems, and, like, even cloud gaming and stuff. So, like, you can pick it back up anywhere you go. Um, and like the backwards compatibility, like the, for the most part, you can just pop in a disc, and most games are available. And like, I mean, if you want to go into dev mode, you can even emulate on there. Like, so there's a lot of good stuff too. It. It's just like, what else they got? Like, Redfall was one of the first one. I don't know if Starfield's going to come out this year. Uh, Stalker Two. I don't know if it's a, that's not really a system seller. Hellblade Two is supposed to come out. Not really a system seller. Forza might be a system seller. That is for some people. Uh, Yeah, they're just really... I'm looking at a list. I see eight games that are supposed to come out this year. Possibly. Yeah. Best Xbox exclusives coming in 2023. There's only eight games on this list. (laughs) Yeah. And Redfall was one of them. (sighs) That's a big oof. Like, I know Forza will play... will will sell well. I already know... Hmm. What, what people who like their car games will get them and it's a big like that that's a series that has completely overtaken Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's funny to see it that way. It's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo just take like I know there's like some less than good ethical shenanigans going in the background keeping the Gran Turismo people from getting access to certain cars. Yeah. But they also take so long to make Gran Turismo now. Yeah. That that it was kind con- like in a way, it's kind of their, not like not their fault, but it's kind of their fault for like taking so long in between games. Yeah, because that, that, by the time they get it, there's already been like three like really good Forza games out. Yeah, to the yeah, with, with Forza, the fact that they were able to churn out as much as they did to the point that you know they have every other they do a two year development cycle for their Forza games, mm-hmm. usually for motorsport, which is more the traditional Gran Turismo style of gameplay and horizon which is the more out like need for speed style arcadey kind of game the fact that they got those two unlocked almost every other year is phenomenal what like Mm -hmm. i don't really pay attention to forza's team but the team that does this that those two games unlock at the amount of 
crunch time for the most part. The amount of advancements for each game off of the last one is mm. phenomenal. Like I, because yeah, it seems them... like they're not just like uh, you know like um, a roster update like uh, everything else is. Like people are like no, they're like significantly different games. Yeah, like Horizon takes place in in different areas of the world. Like the last one, I think they took place in Mexico or a Spanish speaking mm-hmm. country. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, a lot of the car stuff transfers in between, because, like, I mean, a car can only handle so well after a while, like, what else are you going to do for it? Yeah. But, like, the whole terrain, like, the way the things look, they are really good at that. And, like, for example, I, you know, for for PlayStation, I'm looking at the stuff for PlayStation right now, and we heard nothing about um, of Spider-Man 2, so I don't even know if... if it's going to come out this year. They might say winter 2023 mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, it released in March, March of 2024. I don't, I don't, I, I don't believe. I hate this setup. Yeah, I, I, I hate that, that, that setup. I really do hate it because it's not really a year. They're using fiscal now and I fucking hate that. But we have seen little to nothing about Spearman 2. I have no idea for it. Uh, Call of Mountain, as much as it is, as good as it was for a VR game, it is, like I just say, a VR game. Mm-hmm. Um, other... We're kind of at like a, a dip in games overall, don't you feel like? Like, we're at that time where it's like... I don't feel like the PS5 or a Series X are out, like go, are on their way out or anything, but like the the Switch definitely is, and there's really not a whole lot coming out. It feels like. Yeah, I mean it. There, it. This is where the third party support is really going to be coming into its own, and I mean hell, mm. the third party support. Sony wins that almost every time. It, it mm-hmm. it's you know no no bias there, but. It's un- it's how it is. Like hell, as much as we don't want to talk about certain one one specific game that came out earlier in the year, it sold very very well on PlayStation. PlayStation was was doing so much advertisement for it, and it it did sell well, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Hell, Jedi Survivor, even though it's done by EA, and EA usually teams up with with Xbox. It's mm. it sold very very well on the Sony, and then hell the biggest RPG game for this year, Final Fantasy sixteen, mostly aligned with Sony stuff. To the point that they're getting their own faceplate and controllers, which I might buy because it comes out around the same week. <laughs> oh, can you just buy the faceplate? Yeah, I think you can buy the faceplate. Oh, I'll have to look up. I, I want to buy the controller. Because uh, I know but, someone that wanted it, they're like, "Oh, just just get the controller and stuff like that separate, or like wait for a third party to make like a bootleg version and just get a normal PS5." Yeah. And also, I'm gonna apologize now. The air conditioner kicked on, and I'm just noticing it on like the the, the it, recording. So. It, it, it's fine. And then, and last last but not least, Street Fighter Six. As much as Street Fighter Five was a Sony only game, Sony and PC only game, Street Fighter Six multi console, what is gonna be heavily advertised for? PlayStation. And mm-hmm. this third party third party support for the PlayStation and Sony for that matter is fucking on on, on on balls on better than Xbox what they're doing. Not to say that Xbox don't have it. I mean hell, Dead Space was mostly on the Xbox stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And there was misses with Sony stuff. I mean, hell, for spoken, for spoken was heavily advertising Sony stuff, and then I think that was only on PS5 and PC. That wasn't on Xbox. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that... Sony paid for that exclusive, and, we're, and afterwards, <laughs> like, I don't think Forspoken's a bad game, but it was just like one of those, like, I think they were letting the it was the fart in the wind that game. <laughs> yep. It was a fart in the wind there. Because <laughs> I watched someone play it, I'm like, it's no better or worse than any other open world game I've seen before. But it's like at the same time, it is no better or worse than any other open world game I've seen before. Yeah. So your mileage may vary. Yeah. Regardless. And that's as much game talk as we'll have for this <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a lot of shit been- happened. A lot of shit happened over the last two weeks, so I'm very, very happy to talk about it. Which is funny, because I also was reminding myself that <laughs> Suicide Squad got delayed all the way up until next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna... 
I'm wondering how if the re- reaction was really bad to it because every time I saw it, I'm like, this does not look fun, and it doesn't look like it's. It looks like a four person co op shooter. It does not look like an like anything that's in like. I know it's not in the Arkhamverse, but it looks nothing like a Rocksteady game that I know. Like it just it doesn't play to the strengths of any of the characters in the game. Like you have. You had a shark man. You had you have eight years. A guy that throws boomerangs. <laughs> yeah. You have Harley Quinn, and you have like a dude that actually has guns. And they all—it's just a four-person co-op Shoot shooter yeah. that's always online. It's like that's stupid. Like you could at least play to the strengths of the. Ca- it's, it's a Suicide Squad. They're all supposed to be weird ragtag bunch of like misfit losers that all have different strengths. And like Captain Boomerang doesn't even throw a boomerang. Yeah. Like what? What's the point? Yeah. And then all the microtransaction stuff was fucking crazy, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And apparently the, they're trying to retool it so that it's not a major crux of that game. And that tells me it would have been a major crux of that game. Yep. And that's fucking sad. <laughs> but. Who's that under? That's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is as bad, if not worse, than EA, and I think people forget about that a lot. Like, we got lucky with some of the stuff that they did. Like, Arkham Asylum, I think, was the one WB game that came out that yeah. wasn't heavily monetized and shitty. Yeah. And after that was pop uh, successful, Arkham City had a ton of DLC, Arkham Knight had a ton of DLC, or Arkham Origins, I think, had a bunch of DLC as well, and also just outsourcing wasn't very good. And, like, that's just how their stuff is. WB is as bad, if not worse, than EA. Because people forget about them because, like, oh, WB's the movie people. It's like, no, they're also the game people. Like, that's why, like, Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor also had really bad microtransaction issues. Like, so bad that they had to remove it from one of, like, I think the first game. Because it was so egregiously bad. They had, like, a goblin rubbing his hands together every time he came in to spend money. It was like, come on. Come on. But <sighs> yeah, man, there's there's nothing much here. Yeah, I mean, on? like Zelda's coming out. I would love to talk about Zelda, but I've been avoiding everything about it because I'm not picking it up because it's seventy dollars. Yeah, no. So I'll I'm, wait until I'm, I'm no longer poor. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not. I'm debating. No. Timber's not here. I mean, t- if Timber was here, I yeah. think I'd be I'd be able to talk about it like a little bit more. But I'm not. I'm not particularly interested in this game. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. be completely honest here with with Tears of the Kingdom. As much as I, I just uh, for for me, I don't know why. Just Zelda games in in general for me just don't don't match very very well and like i said the only reason why i beat Beth of the wild was because i was streaming it that was the only reason why i i beat that game if i wasn't streaming i don't think i would have beaten that game mm. like i like me as zelda every once in a while but i'm gonna have to know that this one is significantly different from um breath of the wild before i, I throw my money in the ring yeah but yeah shall we move on to questions yeah, sure. Um, so let me pull some questions from our from my server here. Oh, we're actually getting through this episode pretty quick today. Yeah. I thought we were going to have more stuff to talk about, but I really didn't even get a whole... I haven't gotten as far into the Xenoblade DLC as I'd like, but like you haven't played it, so it's like, I want to talk about it more, but I haven't finished it, and you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll, hopefully by this next episode, I can just do a big dump of my thoughts on it. Mm. Um, so far, I've been very happy with all the stuff they've been bringing back. Um, I just need to finish it. Apparently, there's only five chapters. I'm in chapter four, so it shouldn't be that much longer. It's like the last chapter is like six and a half hours long. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how the last chapter of the main story was. <laughs> chapter seven was long. Like, the final boss was like, no joke, like an hour and two hours long. Fuck. Um, let's see. All right, first question we have is from Borb. Do you like Skull Greymon? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the anime, he was a forced bad evolution because Tai got too, like, power-hungry, and it Ty. turned Agumon kind of evil, but... Tai got too, um, too, uh, master and slave-worthy Because, mm-hmm. like, Skull I, I Greymon's not the, not the actual evolution of Greymon, but it, because it doesn't use the crest. Yeah. 
I gotta ask, mm-hmm. what what is your favorite Digimon? Uh, somewhere toss up between Patamon and Terriermon. Mm-hmm. Although I like Terriermon, but I like Rapid. I like that whole line very a lot, except for Mega Mega Gargamon. Yeah. He's goofy looking. I want. I like Rapidmon though. Like Rapidmon's peak. How about you? It's toss up as well. I really like. Um, well, I've been always a Tenamon guy because I've always, mm-hmm. oh, always liked that one, and then Mega Kabuterimon, and then the. Um, the, the the mega evolution for it it's it's super badass I really liked it because it's oh like, Hercules Cavaterimon yeah it's fucking badass I loved it yeah, but like then, honestly like it's basic picks but most of the ones they've shown in the anime are all really good picks yeah like especially Togemon Togemon's great it's just it's just a punching cactus <laughs> and then don't forget Lilymon yeah I wanted to though. Mm. You have, to, you have to make it the super high-pitched voice like this. Oh, my God. But no, I also I also like the toy line for the, the, mm-hmm. the Digimon as well. I always liked Toy Agumon. That was the first Digimon card I ever got, and I've always, always remembered. And then the I thought you were talking about the actual toys. Yeah. For no. a second, I'm like, man, I really want more of those Digivolving toys. Because like, I had a bunch of them as a kid, and I'm like yeah. fairly certain my dad's ex-girlfriend threw them away or gave them away and no I one's s- ever admitted to it i still have my d2 digivice somewhere like the one from adventure one or from adventure uh, two adventure two i had oh, cody d3 i had the d3 so i had cody's one so i have a clear blue version of davis's i never i wanted the one that like tk had yeah, yeah but yeah. i have um i have the clear one and the battery still works 23 years later <laughs> so i have that and then I also like the Citramon line because I always liked Mega Citramon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, next question is from Bari. Should I start listening to the podcast again? Yes. Yes. Apparently, he has joined society as being like a uh, a cog in the wheel at a at a, at a company. I don't know what the hell he does, but yes, you should listen to it again, especially because Tambler will be back next week <laughs> or next time. Uh, the second question from them: How do you feel about the list of people who have canonically? Ha- <laughs> How do you feel about the list of people who can- have canonically had sex in the Xenoblade Chronicles universe, growing exponentially after Xenoblade Three, and even more so after the DLC? So I haven't finished the DLC, so I can't say state on that. But I'll just say here: slight spoilers for Xenoblade Three. Pause. It'll probably be like a little less than a minute long. In Xenoblade, um, the characters are kind of like the characters you play as are kind of stuck in this cycle of uh, reincarnation. They like are like show up at like as like an eight or ten year old, and then they live to up to ten cycles. So they're like eighteen to twenty, and when they die, they or like you know make it to ten years, then they are like they turn back into like ether or whatever, go back and are recollected by the queens of both like either faction, and then they are rebirthed in like another another form. So, like, that's how that works. So, basically, no one has sex. At one point in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the whole cast goes to, like, they finally meet normal people who just aren't part of this cycle. And they have to explain to them what sex is. There's a whole cutscene. Like, they don't say it, but they bring them to, like, a maternity ward. And they have to explain the whole thing. So, it's like, the gang learns about sex. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, I don't know. I try not to. I try not to think about um shipping or any of that stuff but there is a lot of sex in xenoblade just it's not shown on screen so i don't know how i feel about that um next question our next and last question is from mass what digimon media is the best toys games anime v pets etc i really like the digivolving toys and i also really like the virtual pets those are basically all i've really interacted with I would like to play more of the games, but I've mostly interacted with the toys and virtual pets. I specifically liked World the best because I think World World, 1, World 1 and World 2 because World 2 just ended up becoming a fucking dungeon crawler RPG game. <laughs> I heard 3 was the good one. 3 was good too because you could do all these recruiting stuff, but like 2 had like this whole thing of like, "Oh, hey, you're a part of the virus domain, so you only get Digimon from the virus stuff." Now you can make a team and 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 do all these wonderful things. I'm just, I liked World One because it was in pure aspect was just like having the Digivice mm-hmm. in 3D. 
Like for example, if you end up just training all day, your Digimon will end up resenting you and turn into a, a massive dick for some strange reason. Or if you make him poop outside, not in the toilet, he turns into Numamon. <laughs> that one was weird. Yeah. I remember like playing that one with someone. We didn't have a memory card. Yeah. And they just kept pooping, and we didn't know how to what to do about it. Yeah. And I think they eventually turned into Numamon. And I had the exact same issue when I played in Japanese um, Pokemon. Or was it Digimon? Uh, what is the first one that came out on Vita in Japan? It's not Cyber Sleuth, that's the other one. Digimon World. Jeez, what god damn it, what is it called? I don't want to get up and look. <laughs> I was gonna say Cyber Connect. <laughs> no, <laughs> Cyber Connect. No, that, that's a that's a developer. Uh let's see. Um Not that one that keeps on talking about Cyber Sleuth, it's not that one, it's the other one. Digimon um, Story. Yeah, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. It's not that one? No, it's not that one. Not that one. No, it's the other one that came out. I think it came out in the Vita here eventually, but I'm just going to get up and go look. One second. Ah! Digimon World Next Order. <laughs> Digimon World Next Order, which did the same thing. I kept walking around with like an Agumon and a Gabumon, and they kept shitting themselves. I'm like, how do I, what do I do? And, like, it was in Japanese, it was super confusing, and then my friend, Dooku, who is Japanese, I'm like, how do I do this? He's like, I couldn't even explain it in Japanese to you, sorry, I cannot explain it in English. <laughs> He's like, Digimon is very hard, maybe not a good idea for you. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. He wasn't wrong, it was hard and confusing. Yeah. Cyber that... Sleuth is far more straightforward, it's more like, just like, Pokemon or just like a party building RPG. Rhubar- rhubarb came down here and she is all mess on the couch right now yeah but no i mean the v pets are nice as well i see this talk that we had earlier about the the the, the vital bracelets makes me want to be like oh, i think i'll get one too while i'm over there it gives me gives me something oh boy <laughs> You should get one. Get one. Get get the bracelet. That way you'll have more of a reason to go look for the ones I want when you go to Japan. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> there we go. Alright. Those are all the questions we had. Is there anything else you want to do before we wrap up for the day? Um, no, not really. Oh, go check out the interview that I did for, for the wonderful artist that is named Naz... Nazkvane, it's spelled N-A-Q-T-V-A-N-E. Uh, it's a music project featuring the lovely vocalist of Harukaze. Go check that out. The interview that I had with her was a blast. She is she studied abroad here, and her English is really really good. I am very thankful that I did not have to retranslate Japanese into English and English into Japanese again, like I usually do mm. for all my interviews. <laughs> so go check that out. If you can, I'd highly appreciate it. It'll be on the website at ongakudu.com, which I talk about all the wonderful music stuff as well. Where can people find you then outside of that? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at OTYKin1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Ainaiba, Roboco, Herobo, and wonderful stuff about my daughter. And Joshi Pro Wrestling. Hopefully in the same vein, eventually. What about you? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Daylight Time currently at twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter, where I play retro games, primarily jank JRPGs and horror. We've been going through Final Fantasy IX. I'm really hoping to wrap that up here soon, especially by hopefully next week, so we can move on to something new before Pride Month. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and uh, stuff like that. Also Cody Hunter, and also on TikTok, and I've been very active on there, and I'm working towards 1,000 followers on there. We are almost to 700. I mostly talk about uh, random toys I find, uh, stitching people to try and do something funny, and then making a video that I don't think is going to get any traction, and that's the one that blows up. Blows up in big, big air quotes here, because blowing up for me is like, sometimes anywhere between like, 
seven hundred watches and like ten thousand. So it just really depends on the day. Sometimes <laughs> they don't get past two hundred views. I'll be like, yeah, this one I did for two hundred views or two end up being two hundred views. I'm gonna put a lot of effort into it. And I'm like, oh, it's two hundred. Then I'm like, here's just me explaining a thing as like a bit like that responding to someone and that gets like more traction i'm like huh people need context but apparently not so anywhere else yeah listen to the potosaurus also we had a bunch of new people on ad added to team retrosaurus about a maybe about a month ago now uh go check them out you can see them on the twitter account at team retrosaurus and check out all the new lovely people on there hopefully i can get some of them on to be guests here in the near future yes 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 yeah Alright, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. It's on the shorter side today, but, you know, so is Ken. Yeah. Can't help it. I'm Asian. True. But yeah, goodbye everyone. <laughs> By the way, check this out. Wait, check what out? Oh, wait, what? Oh god, no, it's another tokusatsu porn thing. But as no, is that supposed to be Miss America? Yeah, it's supposed to be Valfeed of a DJ. <laughs> oh god. Bye y'all. Battle fever of a J.